Pundit.com presents Punditocracy's Actual News for the week of December 3rd, 2007. I'm Gavin Lessig, and if Osama Bin Laden's new tape sounds bland and derivative, that's because it was produced by Timbaland. Oh, snap. And now, actual news. Sexiest Mangino alive. KU football coach Mark Mangino was named Big 12 Coach of the Year last week by both the Associated Press and his fellow Big 12 coaches. Thanks to the Jayhawks' remarkable 11-1 season, KU will be playing in the BCS Orange Bowl on January 3rd for the first time since 1969. Arch-rivals Missouri, who handed KU their only defeat this year, did not get a bid in the bowl championship series. Mangino expressed gratitude for both the coaching honor and the BCS FedEx Orange Bowl bid, but was visibly disappointed at not winning a spot in the KFC Sheridan's Custard Schlitz Malt Liquor Philly Cheesesteak Burger Bowl. Better get a bucket and throw up. I guess so. A bucket for monsieur. Uh, oh. I have the law. A wise choice, monsieur. Uh, now, how would you like it served? All uh, mixed up together in a bucket? Yeah, the eggs on top. But of course. Finally, monsieur, a wafer-thin mint. Bah. Oh, sir, it's only a tiny little thin one. The fuck off, I'm full. Oh, sir. Hmm? It's only a wafer-thin. You say tomato. I say kill all the Jews. At the behest of President Bush and Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, Israel and Palestine agreed last week to restart long-stalled peace talks. Meeting in Maryland, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Olmert and Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas did not lay out any specifics as to when and how the process would commence. The first phase of the Bush administration's peace plan for the Middle East is to, quote, preemptively invade bomb the crap out of, and then indefinitely occupy it. When asked what the second phase would be, Secretary Rice responded, Second phase? Everybody throw the Jew down the well So my country can be free You must grab him by his horns Then we have a big party Well, so my country can be free. Oh, my country can be free. You must grab him by his horns. You must grab him by his horns. Then we have a 
Klein Shaft. Johnson County District Attorney Phil Klein was the focus of an investigative report which claims he spent only an average of 29 hours a week at his job and did not, as required by Kansas law for the DA position, live in Johnson County. KCTV5 reported that the former Kansas Attorney General was rarely at his courthouse office and did not live at the Johnson County apartment he had listed as his residence. Klein is never here, fumed a Johnson County native. He doesn't do the job he was appointed to without an election, hasn't actively pursued his narrow political agenda of catering to religious conservatives, and has spent very little time invading people's privacy. Wait, what the hell am I complaining about? Klein couldn't be reached for comment, as he was too busy wallowing in an abortionist's dumpster. Quiet Rot Slash The Evil Dead Celebrity obituaries from last week include Kevin Dubrow, frontman of 80s pop metal pioneers Quiet Riot, and Evil Knievel, legendary motorcycle daredevil of the 60s and 70s. Knievel had been in failing health for many years, and Dubrow's cause of death is still undetermined. The loss of these two titans of American popular culture has led to flags being lowered to half-mast at trailer parks and demolition derbies across the nation. Lot. Mississippi Senator Trent Lott, who famously lost his leadership position in the Republican Party by praising the segregationist past of now-deceased Senator Strom Thurmond, announced last week that he will be retiring before the end of the year. Lott has indicated he is leaving now to avoid legislation that would force him to wait two years before he can become a lobbyist, but his timing also coincides with a criminal investigation being launched against his brother-in-law. Lott dismissed the speculation about his resignation, saying that he's actually leaving to join Don Imus' new radio program. He has accepted the role of incredibly racist on-air sidekick and will affectionately be known as Teabag. That's, that's a nappy-headed horse there, I'm going to take that now. Oh, oh, man. man, that's a Ethic cleansing. Kansas Attorney General Paul Morrison announced last week that the Lawrence City Commission violated open meeting laws by holding a closed-door meeting to discuss a million-dollar incentive for Decipher Pharmaceuticals, a company in which Mayor Sue Hack owns stock. Morrison is willing to forego prosecution if city commissioners admit their mistake and take professional training on the open meetings laws. The training sessions on transparent government and open meetings will, of course be closed to the public. 
Morrison also announced that Kansas mass murderers found to have violated genocide laws will no longer be charged with crimes against humanity, but instead strongly urged to take knitting classes. Booty Giuliani Presidential contender and former New York City mayor Rudy Giuliani was hit last week by allegations that, while mayor, he used city funds to pay for his travel and security during an extramarital affair, then attempted to hide those costs with accounting trickery. Several sources have also found that while he was cheating on his second wife, Giuliani used New York City police to escort his mistress and even walk her dog. Between Giuliani's mistress and the taxpayers who footed the bill for his trysts, auditors can't figure out who he screwed more. Negro proof majority. The Kansas Alcoholic Beverage Control Division voted last week not to renew the liquor license of downtown nightclub Last Call. The city of Lawrence had argued before the committee that incidents of drug use and violence should be grounds for revoking the license, which would effectively shut down the club. Representatives for Last Call, who argued that they were being singled out due to their predominantly African-American clientele, will remain open while they appeal the ruling. Next up on the City Commission's downtown agenda is figuring out a legislative loophole to somehow take the urban out of urban outfitters. You've been listening to Punditocracy's Actual News. For the week of December 3rd, 2007. I'm Gavin Lessig, and my vajayjay is enormous and beautiful. Welcome. Sorry I'm late. I gave myself a camel toe and not the Dorothy Hamill kind. Let me put my hands together. You know, the one right down in my snackaterium, in my shaggy DA, in my messy cleft palate, in my most deft, in the dirty old moose hoof, in my fuzzy mimosa, in my busy furlough. God, I could use some trouser gravy right now. Well, look at how big my vagine looks. It's a huge vagine. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
Please. 